Mr. Stephen Allen's SomeNews.co.uk, the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Some News podcast number 25. I've had some tweets about you. Yes, you. Uh, Craig from Birmingham tweeted me and asked if you were actually a famous voiceover artist. <laughs> oh no, like this podcast can afford anyone with talent. Naffy Babe wanted to know who you are too, but I'm not going to reveal the details of your identity. Well, you'll be like our version of the Stig. It could get us some much-needed publicity. You could write a book, and then we could sack you and get even more publicity. And the best thing about you being our Stig is that you have to wear a helmet all the time and cover your face. I suppose. Yeah, you're right. If you wore a helmet all the time, I wouldn't be able to hear what you were saying properly. Anyway, in this edition, Italy is going for broke, 7 billion people can't be wrong, and hashtag X Factor Fix. Let's crack on. Mr. Stephen Allen's Some News Podcast. The main news. The economy is still in the news. At the time of recording this, Greece was still a country, but it could close any day now. It'll go like Woolworths. Greece will be boarded up for about six months, and then a massive pound land will open up there. And if you think about it, a poundland would be the biggest two fingers to the Eurozone. Italy is in trouble now, and Berlusconi has stepped down. Good, because he was not the man to be in charge of austerity measures. For him, austerity means only having five hookers at a bunga bunga party. It's like his version of carpooling. I heard about it on the news where they said, Silvio Berlusconi has resigned to make way for a new caretaker government. He's made way for a caretaker government? I don't think that's a good idea. Caretakers don't have the best track record. Hey, Scoob! Let's find out who's been forcing these austerity measures on us. Ray. It's the old caretaker. They've done like they did when Greece got rid of George Papandreou. Uh, They replaced him with a technocrat. I didn't know what a technocrat was, so I googled it. Turned out it's someone who likes this. I'm not sure I would leave my lending in the hands of a man who sings The man who is in charge of Italy is called Mario Monti uh, who has been called Super Mario in the papers What? He's this guy He'll have to collect a lot more coins to sort out that economy But people are finally fighting back at the greed of the bankers that cause this mess There have been a lot of these Occupy protests. There's Occupy Wall Street, Occupy St. Paul's, Occupy the West Bank. That last one's the only one that makes sense, because at least it's in a bank. We've had protests in London. Um, I don't know what goes on sale at St. Paul's soon, but a lot of people want to be the first to buy it. And if all those people want to buy something, I guess it means capitalism works. The Occupy St. Paul's protest has had mixed results. So far, three people from the Church of England have resigned, but, and just let me check again, is this, uh, nope. Nope, capitalism is still happening, apparently. If you judge it on its results, Occupy St. Paul's isn't an anti-capitalist protest, it's an anti-Henry VIII protest. In America, Occupy Wall Street is their big one. The rapper Jay-Z got behind the protest by releasing t-shirts in his clothing range with the slogan, Occupy All Streets. Occupy All Streets. That's actually the mission statement of Starbucks. It's interesting that a multimillionaire is moaning about the greed of capitalism. He's got 99 problems, but his overdraft is up there with bitches. I remember the days when rappers would boast about how much they were earning. These days, thanks to the recession, 
It's all different. Check me out cause my rhymes are dope It's not my fault that I'm kind of broke No crystal in the VIP It's Poundland, where you're gonna find me Walking the streets trying to look real hard Saving up for my next scratch card Don't get me wrong yet, I ain't trying to diss you Stop, wanna buy a big issue The sumnews.co.uk podcast the seven billionth person in the world was born recently. You know, with seven billion people in the world, I'd kind of expect more of them to come to my stand-up gigs, but never mind, this is not about me. Uh, apparently the seven billionth person would have been born a little earlier. Jimmy Savile slowed it down. The seven billionth person, officially a little girl in the Philippines. It seems harsh to blame it all on one person. Seeing the headlines, seven billion people, too many for the planet she will not feel very welcomed. That's the worry, you see. With so many people on the planet, we could see our resources stretched. Can we grow enough food? Will there be enough water? Do the numbers on the tickets for Sainsbury's deli counter go high enough? All good questions. Of course, she's not the actual seven billionth person. There's no way they could actually know that unless they put Rain Man in charge of counting. The United Nations used statistics to guess when the seven billionth person would be born. And apparently... They could only narrow it down to six months either way. So it could be her, or it could be millions of other children. But they think that'll do. Who do they get to help? The CSA? We have to face it, seven billion's probably too many. I already struggle to get a seat in some coffee shops, so this is serious. But what can we do? To find out more, I'm joined on the line by a spokesperson for the Campaign Reducing Average Populations, or CRA... Well, we won't use the acronym. Hello! Hello, Steve. So there are, there are too many people in the world. Very much so. Uh, we're heading for a population disaster. How so? Well, by 2025, we'll run out of housing. By 2030, we'll run out of food. And by 2033, democracy collapses. Why? One man, one vote. There simply won't be enough votes. But that doesn't make any sense. And already, there are so many people in China, if they all jump at the same time, it would cause a tidal wave, which is why we're trying to ban Zumba. It's not worth the risk. But that doesn't make... And that is why we need action now. OK, so what can we do? Well, we need to stop people having so many babies. People like babies. So we're proposing the governments dish out those dolls that cry and wet themselves instead. What? The toy dolls like Tiny Tears and Baby Annabelle. Did Tiny Tears wet herself? Yes, Steve. Oh, I just thought the shopkeeper hated my sister. If we can get people playing with these dolls instead of having real children, we could solve this population crisis. But isn't it the case that... It's not that people like having babies, it's that people like having sex. Well, we, we could hand out dolls to fix that too. Free sex dolls. Put me down for one of those. Do you want one that cries and wets herself? Oh, don't be... Well, actually, why not? The sumnews.co.uk podcast. Scandal in the world of pop after someone released something when they really shouldn't have. Nope. I don't mean the Justin Bieber story, although I love that. Apparently he got a woman pregnant after a 30-second romp. 30 seconds? No wonder they call him Justin. Now, I'm talking about the X Factor. My hashtag Frankie Off campaign clearly worked. What can I say? I'm influential. I was in a coffee shop the other day and I yawned, and the woman next to me also yawned. Feel my power! I don't know what it was about Frankie's big, fat, smug, punchable pie face, but I didn't really gel with him. So I tweeted for hours to get him off the show, and what happened? Well... He was voted to stay on the show. Yep, one tweet from me, 
and the world ignores me. But a small amount of cocaine and bribing two hookers later, and I managed to bring about the end of Frankie's reign. Um, <clears throat> I mean, um, he, he was thrown off the show after being caught boasting about a night on cocaine. There's a surprise. Someone on cocaine who's boastful. But that left the show with a gap that needed to be filled. So, never want to shy away from making even more money out of the viewers. They did a phone vote. And here's where the trouble starts. Amelia Lilly was announced as the winner of the public vote. The only trouble with that was, she was announced as the winner on an official website an hour before the phone lines closed. So people were saying that X Factor had fixed it for her. Honestly, so Jimmy's been dead like two minutes. The STV website, which is the site of the TV station that shows X Factor in Scotland, uh, said Amelia had won at 8.06pm. The phone lines only closed at around 9.17pm. This is what happens when two countries argue about putting the clocks back. But wow, they have the gift of clairvoyancy. I'm going to be on that website next week at 7pm to get the 8pm lottery results. Are the people who work on that website truly gifted with ESP? Or is X Factor a massive con? To find out more, I think we can speak to someone who works for that website. Hello, Steve. Oh, you, you knew it was me? Yes, Steve. I can see the future. So I didn't just come up on the caller ID? Look, look don't, don't bother yourself with all that. You can really see the future? I knew you were going to ask that, yes. Well, that was the whole point of the interview. I have the gift. I have been touched. Now that's a whole different interview. I got this power when I was cursed by a gypsy during the filming of a Channel 4 documentary. I'm not sure that I buy it. I can prove my power, Steve. Think of a number between one and ten. Seven. No, you were thinking of a four. No, I wasn't. Oh, OK. Well, one more. Uh, think of a card. Any card, any card at all. I want you to visualise that card in your mind's eye. Are you doing that, Steve? Yep, I got one. Is your card red? No. Oh, flipping neck. Give us a clue. You want a clue about what the card is? If you wouldn't mind, Steve. Um, OK, it, it's it's a card you could use to play golf. Golf? What card do you... Grass? No, caddy? Golf course? Golf club? What's clubs got to do with cards? Oh, clubs, clubs! Oh, I've got it, Steve! Is your card a Tesco club card? <sighs> you idiot. Look, from what I'm seeing, you don't have ESP, you're a con, and X Factor is a fix. They use that show to get money from phone votes, money from the poorest in society, and they give that money to millionaires. No, Steve, I can prove I have the gift. Oh yeah? How's that? Well, recently, I used my powers to correctly predict when the Pakistan cricket team would bowl no bowls. Oh, maybe you do have the powers. No one could possibly know that. The SomeNews.co.uk podcast. An experimental drug that targets and kills fat cells in the blood appears to help obese rhesus monkeys lose weight. This is good news, as I am sick of fat monkeys. This new drug works by attaching itself to fat cells in the blood vessels and triggering a synthetic protein that causes cells to die. Wow, that kind of makes diet and exercise seem like a good option. They cause things to die inside you. I've smelt things that seem like that, but never actually done it. In the future, this approach may help obese humans lose weight. It turns out I might need to get some of those pills. My car failed its MOT this week because my ass is so big it broke the driver's seat. In the battle of man versus machine, my big butt shouldn't have won so easily. It was a real you-know-you're-fat-when moment. You know you're fat when your ass knocks the car seat through the chassis. 
That's the rule in comedy. You can only make jokes about certain minority groups if you belong to that group. And clearly, I'm a member of the fat people. So I turned to Twitter and asked people to complete the sentence, you know you're fat when... Dot, dot, dot. Here's what I got. Evertonal, you know you're fat when you've got your own postcode. Nice. Dark Splash, you know you're fat when the TV news shows a clip of hordes of obese people in the street and you realise one of them is you. Even worse if you realise that all of them are you. Slim Tim 70, when there's no room for another person on the bus seat. Thanks to me breaking my car, I'll find that out. Fun Loving 1984, you know you're fat when you only need five inches of water in the bath, because once you're in, your ass pushes the water up. Debbie Tomlinson says, you know you're fat when you stop asking, does my bum look big in this? You know the answer, so there's no point asking the question. Joshy underscore 2011. You know you're fat when people can hear your thighs rubbing together before they see you. Miss underscore Diane 1. You know you're fat when you get a discount at the local cupcake shop because you're a regular. Brackets, I do. Oh dear. Uh, she also says you know you're fat when you have to lie down to fasten your pants. Uh, you know, I, I could do with the rest. Essex Girl 35. You know you're fat when you notice they don't make towels as big as they used to. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was a flannel. Mr. Meggie, you know you're fat when Frankie Kokoza is too ashamed to tattoo your name on his arse of conquests. T. Belshaw, you know you're fat when you're in the tailors. You say, have you got a suit to fit me? And the manager says, if I have, I'll sack the cutter. Lark 13, you know you're fat when you fit in your wife's clothes. Ooh, you're in trouble if she hears this. Evie Moe says, you know you're fat when you take up two seats on the underground. Uh, Just SJP says, you know you're fat when you get admitted to hospital and you see a van with emergency bariatric equipment hire specialists written on it parked outside. T. Belshaw, you know you're fat when you have more chins than the Chinese phone book. Uh, Sui underscore Geo, you know you're fat when you can't see your toes anymore. Not a great loss. Uh, Del Payne, you know you're fat when you can't reach around to pick your belly button to eat the fluff. Oof, how hungry. How desperate for food are you? Pip1984, you know you're fat when you live at the bottom of your frying pan. Oh, is that not the fat you mean? Quinton Forbes, you know you're fat when first-time buyers start a bidding war over you. Garth Westland, you know you're fat when you're standing on a street corner and police tell you to break it up. Dog29871, you know you're fat when you fall over and you rock yourself to sleep trying to get back up. Samuel Ship, you know you're fat when you get turned away at McDonald's. And Pip1984, you know you're fat when you order a burger as a side salad. Mmm, burger salad. The sumnews.co.uk podcast. Your letters. Just time for another one of your letters. Uh, this is on Form Square from Ray the Beloved. Do you think you could live for a week in a tent? What would you like best about it and what would you like least about it? Why? I think I could live for a week in a tent. I've never tried it, but I've learned a lot about tents by reading about Occupy St Paul's protest. Um, I think I would enjoy the escape from the run-of-the-mill job. Uh, the sense of community, but most of all, I would enjoy going home to bed each night. The sumnews.co.uk podcast. That's it for another one. Check out sumnews.co.uk. Uh, get the e-newsletter, the Android app, or read it on a Kindle. Any emails to podcast at sumnews.co.uk. Follow on Twitter at Mr. Stephen Allen and subscribe via iTunes. Till next time. Bye. The Some News Podcast. Get more at sumnews.co.uk.